Hey, 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 you're now tuned into Underdog Talk. I'm your host, Eric Jones Jr., the underdog with the heroic heart. And on Underdog Talk, I have conversations with successful underdog. On today's episode, it will just be me. It won't be any guests. It will just be me. <clears throat> it's Black History Month. And Black History Month is really every month. It's 365. It's no days off. Just like any other history, just like any other culture, like any other people, our culture, our history is every single day because nowadays everybody young, old, it don't matter the race, the creed, everybody's being successful. Everybody's doing, being the first to do something. Everybody's <clears throat> helping their families out to have generational wealth, generational character. Everybody's working nowadays. There's still some slagglers that's not doing, you know, t- making history. They just live in life. But majority of people nowadays are living life. And I just wanted to talk about today, black people are underdogs. And when you think about it, it's very true. It's because it started off a long time ago when we were slaves, we were underdog. We were thought as something less than somebody else. Then as we had to go through life, we had to overcome a lot of different things just to get to be able to vote, just to be able to go to school, just to be able to do the little things that everyone is supposed to be able to do. So we've always been the underdog. Um, they used to put put um, drugs in our community. They would try to take out the fathers in the community so we couldn't have the mother and the father at home. And the majority of us was getting arrested or putting violence into our neighborhoods. And now, you know, we're killing ourselves and we only know a certain way to live, kill to be killed, and those different things. And we've always been the underdog. We've always had to work harder than everybody else. And that's what an underdog is, is they're underestimated. They're looked upon like, oh, you no, nah, you, you can't do this. You, you shouldn't even be over here. But as uh, a people, we know how to come out of those situations. We know how to come out of the struggle. Now we know how to thrive. And now that we're thriving, we're not so much the underdog anymore because we understand ownership. And with ownership, you have your own. You don't have to go report to a job. You don't have to, well, if it's me and the white guy next to me, who who they going to hire? Or, oh, I didn't go to this Ivy League school or I didn't live over here. Or, oh, because my parents might not be able to afford right now for us to live in this neighborhood. I can't go to the school and get this education or get this opportunity and a scholarship of his sports or if it's academics. And it's just crazy that we still succeed. We still are number one. We still are the best in almost everything that we do because of that underdog mentality, because we had to work harder, because we have different challenges. You know, we not saying anybody else doesn't have challenges, but we have a different kind of challenge. And that different kind of challenge is we're black. Everybody wants to be the culture. Everybody wants to, you know, learn the music and the dance and then how we dress and all that, but they don't want the pain. They don't want the struggle. They don't want the looked up on a certain way if we get pulled over it's it's not a type of pull over as a as a white man or any other race per se and it's like why do we have to deal with that and it's we're grateful to be black we're blessed to be black we're blessed to be our culture we're blessed to be melanin but it's not easy 
It's not easy. Nothing you do is easy, but it's really not easy being a black person because you're looked upon a certain way. If you dress a certain way, if you have this or you have that, oh, I don't, I don't know, he might have a past. You have a clean record, but because you have a certain image, you're looked upon a certain way. Now we're having ownership. Tyler Perry. My man got a whole studio. He ain't uh, skip Hollywood. Skip Hollywood. We ain't even on that. Like LeBron James is probably one of the best basketball players to ever touch the basketball. He hasn't hit. He married his high school sweetheart. He has kids. He's in their life. He's, you know, he's doing the things outside of the court that makes him great that people would look upon from where he's from. The projects raised by a single mother. Oh, he's not going to amount to nothing. He's amount to being a goat of basketball and being a goat of basketball, not just because of his basketball skills, but because of who the person he is. A lot of us, you know, we go through a lot of pain and a lot of struggles and a lot of hurts. But once you get over them and you overcome them by going to counseling, by doing positive, getting around positive people, you know, changing who you talk to, changing your environment. Now you're able to succeed. Now you're able to make the millions that everybody else made. Jay-Z's a rapper, came from the projects, selling drugs, you know, violence all around. But he's a billionaire. Who's to say that all those other billionaires that are Caucasian, white, did they have to go through the same struggle he did? I'm sure they went through their own struggle, but the same kind of struggle of a black person is different than anybody else. And for me, being transparent, my struggle is a little harder because I'm a black man and I have a disability. So I get looked upon by everybody, not just, um, you know, being a black man, but, oh, he has a disability. Can he do this? Is he able to do that? For some reason, people think a physical disability has something to do with a mental disability, and it doesn't, and vice versa. Somebody that could have a mental disability can be very talented physically. So you can't look up on somebody because of the way that they look. Because if you look at me and I go on the basketball court, you can be like, oh, he can't hoop. And it's not because I'm black. It's because I have short arms. And when you look at that, you're like, hmm, he can't hoop. And then I start hooping and then I start killing. And then it's like, oh, we shouldn't have judged him. That's the same thing as with a black person. It shouldn't matter how we look. shouldn't matter how we dress, how we talk. If we come in and we can get the job done, we should get the job. And we should get the highest job. Just like in the NFL with the um, Dolphins coach. Or just look at sports, period. It's not a lot of, or not, not sports. We're going to say NFL. It's not a lot of black coaches, but the majority of players are black. <clears throat> Why is that? Because they don't want us in leadership. They don't want us making those decisions. They don't want us with the ownership. They don't want us GMs. They don't want us that. That's why you create ownership. That's why you learn about ownership. So then we can start being owners of NFL teams and NBA, more NBA teams and all these different things. It ain't got to be, oh, this is the first person to do it. No, it's seven, seven owners of the NBA team. And that time will come because we're getting the knowledge, we're getting the resources, we're getting around the right people because everybody that's not black isn't against us. They work with us. They understand, okay, okay, your struggle's a little different. It's a little harder. Well, I didn't have to go through that, so let me help you not have to go through a couple more steps that you might have had to go through because of your struggle. And we have to understand that together everybody wins. And together means everybody of all colors. It don't just mean... Uh, black people together we win if we all work together as human race we're all human we're all equal we just look different we're all equal if we're all equal we should work together to make the world a better place because if you look at the racism if you look at um what goes on in politics and the government and all those things or when you just when you look at life it's always 
black and white, black, white, brown. You know, it's never just us as a unit. And that's in, in not to fumble over my words, but even with black history, we get one month, the shortest month. Every month is black history month because black history is American history and American history happens every day. So we shouldn't look at, oh, Black History Month and then really don't do nothing. I work in the education and <clears throat> when I worked in the public schools, they rarely did anything. But we're talking about history. We're talking about these white people. We're talking about they did this. But if you, a lot of things that we do on an everyday basis is because of a black person, not because of a white person, not because of a Asian, a Mex- a Hispanic, none of that. It's because of a black person, and we need to talk about that. We need to express that more. We shouldn't just have one month. shouldn't be just, oh, just look at it one month, and then it goes away. It should be every single day, every single day, just like American history is every single day. And we have to look at our lives and see, okay, the past is the past. Let's move forward. Because when you're successful, if you look at your past, you won't be successful. So as a human race, we need to not look at the past, okay, they was wrong. We was wrong. They was wrong. And, you know, it happened to us, whatever the case may be. But how can we move forward to make this world a better place? And we shouldn't have to look at, oh, the black person's the underdog. Oh, the Hispanics, the underdog, the Asian and the whites, the superior. Everybody has an underdog story. Everybody's an underdog. It shouldn't be because of your color of your skin. You have to not be able to get a job, looked upon different. If you do something a certain way or if the police come, you know, it's a quicker arrest or you might even can get killed. But when another race, something happens to them, nothing happens. It's a slap on the wrist. It's not fair. It's not how life should go. But no one wants to see that. No one wants to have those kind of conversations that everybody everybody should be able to get a fair shot. Even though life isn't fair, everybody should get a fair shot. At least give me a shot. Just give me a shot. If I mess up, if I if I fuck up, if I don't do something right, if you got to fire me, okay. But just give me the shot, just like you gave Tom over there. Just like you gave Jimmy over there. Give me a shot. My name's Raheem. Give me a shot. My name's Daquan. Give me a shot. They call me Ray Ray. Give me a shot. Because I'm qualified just like anybody else. When it comes to women, women get it bad, both black and white, any color, any creed, but... Don't look at a black woman like she can't do it. As a black man, I know a black woman can do anything. She can figure it out. Because most, not most, but a good portion of them are single mothers. And raising kids ain't easy. We all know that this has kids. So if they know how to raise kids in a bad environment, in a struggle, and make it, and feed their kids every day, and help their kids to get out of that situation, then they could run businesses. They could run the countries. They could do this. It's just you have to... Look at it as not looking at the color, not looking at if they're a woman or a man, but looking in their heart. A lot of times we don't look in people's heart. People are in power. They get in power, but they don't have a heart. They forget the heart. They forget that they used to work at a, you know, at the at the lower level, at the entry level. And that's just like in life. Everybody ain't wake up successful. Now, some people did, but I'm talking about the people that had to work hard. Everybody ain't wake up successful. So with that being said. You can't look at somebody a certain way because you used to be in that same situation. Financially, you might have been broke. You might have not had some furniture. You might, you know, some of our stories are similar. So you can't look at somebody a certain way, no matter their color or creed. Look at their heart. 
It's not about the color. It's about the heart. It's about who they are as a person. Because you could be the richest person in the world and you could be the most evil person inside. You could be struggling, but then when you when you're the person that you are, people love you. People are like, oh, okay, he, he just need a little information. Let me help him out. You have to understand that it's about what's inside of you and not about the color. So don't look at, oh, underdog is a certain color or under, uh, anything of that sort. Look at the heart of the person. Because when you look at me and I go on a basketball court, if I'm doing something and somebody's underestimating me, you might be way more talented, but I got heart and I'm going to give everything I got. The kitchen sink, I'm going to come in there and I'm going to give you 1,000% of, of, of what I'm doing. Just give me that shot. Give us a shot. Give us as black people a shot. If you can't give us a shot, then what's that saying about your character? What's that saying about your heart? What's that saying about you as a human being? Don't allow what happened in the past, what your grandma, your ancestors did to stop you from being a good person. Because we haven't. We got to be a good person every single day just to get to where we want to. But you don't have to be a good person just to help somebody out. It makes no sense. We got to be a good person every single day just to make it. Because if we snap off, oh, there goes the black man snap. Oh, there goes the white woman. I mean, the black woman snapping off. And you got to understand, it's hard to be that good person every day. When somebody's, when you, when it's hard in your neighborhood, then you go out in the real world, it's even harder. And you got to go back home and deal with your family. And maybe you can't provide for your family like you want to. And it's a big struggle. But then you got to go in the world and somebody of power because they got a certain color can feels like they can talk to you anyway and you're supposed to accept it nah it's not right and i think i kind of rambled on but y'all get the point of what i'm saying about black people as underdogs stop looking at us as underdogs and looking as equals because we can help you out and you can help us out this world could be a better place if we stop looking at color and we start looking at heart the quote i'm gonna end there i'm not gonna ramble on I got some fire guests coming up. I got some fire guests coming up. Talk about fatherhood with a great father. Um, We're going to talk about having your hands in a lot of different things, but being successful in it. I got some men and women that's coming on that's going to be great this week. We just, you know, things happen. And it's just me today. Um, But I want to leave y'all with a quote of the day. And the quote of the day is, when you don't respect yourself, You won't respect others and the energy inside you and around you will be full of disrespect. Let me say that again. When you don't respect yourself, you won't respect others and the energy inside you and around you will be full of disrespect. You can check us out. Check me out on Instagram, Underdog Talk, Facebook, Underdog Talk. YouTube Underdog Talk Podcast, email at Underdog Talk Podcast at gmail.com if you want to be a guest, if you know somebody that want to be a guest, if you want to give me feedback, if you want to be a sponsor, whatever the case may be, reach out. Thank you for listening. Peace. One love.